Hello, Mississippi and abroad, and welcome to Justify Your Existence, where we talk SEC through the lens of Mississippi. I am Parrish Alford, the Ole Miss beat writer for the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. I'm joined by our Mississippi State writer, Dalton Middleton. We're talking Ole Miss and MSU baseball, the series in Starkville tonight, beginning at 6. We have a special guest with us, former MSU standout Luke Alexander. Folks, before we get uh, further along there, we would like to thank our partners, the Oxford Park Commission. OPC is getting ready for summer day camp. Registration begins this morning. Uh, you can register at OxfordParkCommission.com or by visiting the Coach Howell Activity Center. Camp will serve ages 5 to 13. Cost is $300 per camper per session. Sessions run June 1 to 25 and July 5 to 30. Drop-off each day begins at 7.30. Children must be picked up by 5.30. Games, arts and crafts, swimming, and outdoor activities are just some of the activities campers take part in daily. OPC is also looking for lifeguards for the summer. The season starts Memorial Day weekend and runs through Labor Day. Candidates must be at least 16 and have a current lifeguard certification, contact Aquatics Director Jamie Chandler at jamie at oxfordparkcommission.com. That's J-A-M-I-E at oxfordparkcommission.com. If you have questions or just apply online at oxfordms.net. Luke Alexander is with us this morning. Luke, is, is your lifeguard certification still current? You know, I'm actually an Eagle Scout. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but I know I had to do a merit badge that was uh, it was being a lifeguard. And I remember going down at my pool at the house. We had to go and get a 25-pound weight from the bottom, so it was about 10 foot down. But I don't know if it's still uh, if it's still in date or not. Well, I tell you what, I, I think uh, there's a lot of sway with Eagle Scout, man. I bet I bet if you didn't have it, you might be able to get in with, with Eagle Scout. Yep. That's a big deal. Yep. Dalton, how you doing this morning? Oh, Paris, man, I'm all right. I'm uh, I'm excited for the weekend. I'm hoping uh, the rain holds off, and it's a pretty good little series this weekend over here. I, I think it, it certainly looks like it could be. Both teams eight and four and, and just kind of jockeying for a position there in the SEC West and the overall standings. Uh, I'm going to let you uh, further introduce Luke and, and talk with him, and, and I'll jump in here as well. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, Luke, I know you were a guy in the series, you know, you played shortstop for a few years, you know, really started, especially in the series, I think you had what you had two walk-offs in one season against Ole Miss. Yeah. I think you may have had a third one another year. Um, so you found a lot of success here. But, you know, for this for this series and, and both teams basically being top five teams, you know, top four teams this season, what – what makes this this series so special from from somebody that's played in it and started in it? What makes this series so special between these rivals? Well, for the most part, it's usually top. I mean, every year, in and out, year in, year out, it's top-end talent playing against top-end talent. I mean, Ole Miss is always top of the line. State's always top of the line. Especially if you grow up in Mississippi, you're either deciding, for the most part, against Ole Miss or Mississippi State. I went with Mississippi State, but the cool thing, too, is we know a lot of Ole Miss players. They know a lot of us. You know, we play up in the Cape together. We play summer ball together. We grow up playing with Doolins or whatever together. And, you know, it just – it kind of 
when you're friends, it makes it even more competitive with those guys, and you just want to beat them that much more um, instead of playing somebody you don't you don't really know personally, and it's just that team. But when you're playing against guys you played your whole life uh, and friends and buddies, for the most part, it even makes it that much more competitive. Yeah, and I guess for you and these teams this year, I know you're coaching, so you may not be able to watch as much as uh, some people have, but what have you seen from these teams this year? What do you think about both of these teams? Because, you know, they're both ranked, I think, what, four, number four and number six in the nation right now. I've actually watched almost every game. So where I'm at right now, we don't have lights yet. We're getting them this, uh, this summer. So we're playing early in the day. I mean, it's nothing to be taking BP at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it gets pretty rough some days, but – I'm always – I always get back home to watch State. I'll flip over and watch Ole Miss. There's two really good ball clubs. State can really pitch it. You know, they have three really good starters, and then their bullpens could be the best bullpen in the country. And Ole Miss is just Ole Miss. I mean, they, they can pitch it, and they can always swing the bats. I mean, through their entire lineup, it's guys that can just really swing the bat. Now, Luke, you are at uh, Blue Mountain College, uh, assistant coach. Uh, it's interesting. I, look, man, I'm all about no lights. I, I'd, I'd, I'd like a yeah. day game, uh, like a day game every day. Um, what's the difference? What is the biggest difference uh, in NAIA and uh, NCAA, small school, big school? Uh, the level of baseball that you see, the the players. I mean, you know, what are the similarities and the differences? Man, really, the only similarity is it's baseball. Um, NAI, then at the NAI level, you're going to have, I mean, last Friday we were seeing a guy that was 92, 94. So, but that guy was from a Kentucky bounce back. They couldn't make the grade. So you'll see that every once in a while. Uh, for the most part is guys that's come from JUCO that couldn't get that, uh, that D1 offer or it's guys that even JUCO's passed up. It's, it's still good baseball. There's no doubt about it. There's still talent in uh, NAI, but there's really only 10 to 15 teams that are really good baseball teams. Uh, in, in D1, you have a lot. I mean, you have a lot, of, a lot of teams that, you know, State could be playing a midweek and it would be a tough matchup, and that's just baseball for you. But in NAI, there's really – when you play this team, you know that, you know, it – it's going to be a win almost 100% of the time. Now, you were talking about uh, State's bullpen and how good that is. Um, when you see a bullpen like that and, and you're, uh, you're an offense, you're the batter, what's, what's the approach? How do, you, how do you rattle that bullpen or, or get them off their game uh, when they come in and, you know, it's, it's the fifth inning and, you know, they're starting off an inning and coming in with confidence uh, – what, what's your approach as an offense? Man, the biggest thing is getting in that box ready to go. And Jake Gotro at Mississippi State does a phenomenal job uh, of teaching the state guys that. When you're facing a bullpen like state, you just got to get in the box ready to go, hit the fastball, can hit early in the count. When a bullpen's seen as much success as Mississippi State has, if you can knock off two or three back-to-back -back hits, it's unfamiliar to them. Um, and then you put them in an unfamiliar situation, you know, Lennon Sims may be bases loaded now, which he's a dog anyway. Um, but, you know, the defense is going to be different. He's going to have to be pitching from the stretch. It's, it just 
you're going to have to get in the box ready to go and not miss the fastball when they throw it in there. Well, Luke, you mentioned uh, Coach Gotro there and the hitting a little bit. And State this season, as much as, as good as the bullpen's been, the hitting has not really been there at all this, as much as the season. And um, I think against Auburn last weekend, I think we all kind of saw a little bit of a different hitting team. They really improved last weekend. Um, I think they raised the batting average up almost 30 points. I guess from somebody like you who's been through the ups and downs of SEC season, you know, the slumps and, you know, breaking out of them, can, can you turn around a hitting, a hitting season, I guess, as a team from one weekend? Absolutely. When you see that much success like you saw at Auburn, it's all, it, it's, it's, baseball is all mental. So when you see something like that happen against Auburn, well, a guy that's, you know, maybe got two hits last weekend, got six hits this week, and you're like, man, I can hit now. I can really hit. And that's contagious throughout the whole lineup. When you see that much success, you just, the confidence level goes up, everything goes up. And when your confidence is high in the game of baseball, for the most part, when you're at that level, you're going to see success. The guys that struggle, uh, the guy that first comes to mind is Josh Hatcher, that is an unbelievable baseball player um, that has struggled this year. And he had some success at Auburn and, I know for experience, when you're not seeing that success early and you finally do square up a ball and it goes straight to somebody, you're like, man, am I ever going to get a hit? And when you're, when you're thinking that in your head, you're already beat. Um, because the guys, the pitchers are too good at that level to already have in your mind you're already beat. So I think just seeing what happened at Auburn, because when you saw those three games at Auburn, then you saw the midweek against Arkansas State this week, and you still saw – success and I think it's going to go into the weekend as well well you mentioned Josh Hatcher there and, and really you know when we talked to coach Lamonis yesterday he mentioned Hatcher and said he's just trying to do too much trying to break out yeah. the slump too much uh, and is how do you keep it simple up there when you're when you're going through a slump like that how do you how do you not do too much whenever you're trying to break out of a slump the biggest thing in Jay Gotro to me, is hands down the, the best hitting coach in the country. He The buy-in he gets is unmatched. Um, to keep it simple, you just go up there thinking, I want to have a quality at bat. If it's a walk, it's a walk. If it's a 12-pitch at bat and you know I may shock out, it's still a quality at bat. You're seeing pitches. You're doing what you're supposed to do, and it's eventually going to come. When you're having, when you're going up there, quality at bats, locked into that at bat, your athletic ability and your skill is eventually going to, it's going to kick in and it's going to, it's going to work for you. It may be, it may be this weekend for Hatcher, it may be two more weeks down the road, but when it happens, it's going to happen and it's going to really help him individually and help Mississippi State as a team because Hatcher can really hit. Luke, I'm sure you remember from your playing career that uh, sports writers are always asking about last year. What, what, what about last year? And, and coaches and players tell us all the time that, that last year doesn't matter. Two years ago, five years ago, none of that matters. But realistically, is there a mental edge that Mississippi State has this weekend because of their recent success in this series? I think they've won uh, – 11 to 12. Ole Miss hasn't won a series since 15. Does that benefit State? I mean, to be honest with you, I think it does. When you've seen that much success against a team, 
your confidence is high, the vibes are good around the team, and you're ready to rock, and you're not going to try to do too much. Um, and vice versa, when you're Ole Miss and you've not seen success against a team like that, that's your in-state rival, I think at times you see Ole Miss trying to do too much against Mississippi State, trying to get over that hump. So I do. I do think that there could be – it may be a 1% advantage, but any advantage is a good advantage. So when coaches and players tell us that it doesn't matter, we should just tell them, well, it really does? Because Luke Alexander tells us it does. (laughs) Yeah. I I know where they're coming from, but also (laughs) it it does matter. It does matter. You don't – you don't like to think in the past because you have to have amnesia to be a good baseball player, but you're still going to be thinking about the past. So uh, it's, it's, it's a 50, 50 thing, but I'm definitely saying it does have an effect on, on the weekend. Well, Luke, I want to ask you about uh, one of the Mississippi state's players. Cause you, uh, you kind of jumped on the scene as a freshman and really made an impact with this team at shortstop and, you know, uh, another kid is doing it now for State, and I'm, since you've seen him able to watch him a little bit, what do you think of Lane Forsythe so far this year? Because he is about as – I think he's about as good of a fielder as I've seen in the SEC this year uh, for sure. I, I think the dude is a baller. Um, I can remember – I always try to stay in close contact with uh, Gotro, and I can remember just him calling me over the phone um, after practice and be like, we call this kid L.A. Junior because uh, that's that's the reason I was at State because I could really pick it and I I enjoy watching guys that can really pick the baseball more than the hitting piece of it. I enjoy watching guys that can really defend it and he's the he's one of the best in the SEC, if not the best, at picking the baseball using different arm angles um, and just understanding how to to make that play to, to make the backhand and his arm. Arm angle needs to be more on top. He can go up the middle. Um, instead of using two hands, he can do one hand, and he can throw it from more of a side arm angle. So the kid as a freshman um, understands how to play on the defensive side, and his hitting's even coming around. As freshmen, that's always the biggest thing is can this kid hit, and Lane is starting to really uh, figure out it at the plate, and that's going to give him even more success in the field. Yeah, and I, I guess for you, this is a, a little different of a question, but, you know, there's a couple of guys on the state roster who have been there for five, six, seven years, and, you know, yeah. now you're in your, your second year of coaching over there. Is it weird watching some of these guys, you know, take the mound that, that you played with and you've been out for a couple of seasons and they're still there? It, no, it definitely is. It's definitely weird, but I can sit there and say, man, I'd give anything to be able to do that. So lucky for them, I, I guess you could say. You know, most of them was because of injuries, and I hate that. But to still be playing at Mississippi State, it's it's an honor. I mean, playing anywhere in the SEC is an honor, and just being able to still do that is lucky for them is all I can say. Luke, you were talking about your appreciation for the defensive side uh, of baseball. I know that Mike Bianco's approach, having covered him all these seasons, is not hitter's play. If, if, you, uh, yeah. if you prove your worth on offense, you're going to get more opportunities. How good do you have to be defensively? How much value do you bring on that side to make a coach say, look, I've, I've got to have you in the lineup? I think – and everybody has their own philosophy and stuff, but I think defense wins championships. I really do. Pitching and defense, to me, 
wins championships. And I know that the uh, the era of baseball is changing. The long ball is wanting to come into effect, more strikeouts. But when a guy puts it in play and he puts it on the ground and you know a guy like Lane Forsythe is going to throw him out and there's not going to be any balls, they're going to have less opportunities. It's your best guys are going to get a hit three out of ten times, but you can defend it ten out of ten times. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think that the defense is – I do. I think defense is more important than offense. And when you can hit it to a guy and he's out ten out of ten times, I mean, the guy's going to play. That's why I hit 222 at Mississippi State and I got to play because they knew that when they hit it to me that they were out and – me and Stovall led the country in double plays in 18. We weren't a very good team overall, but we were really good defensively. We pitched it okay, and we hit it okay. We led the country in double plays. We had a very good fielding percentage as a team, and we ended up third in the country and finished in Omaha. So where was your defensive game when you got to state out of Belmont? And uh, and what was it like, uh, you know, what was your growth like at Belmont? Did you have fewer opportunities, uh, fewer scouts, that sort of thing, coming from a smaller program? Uh, talk about that, please. Yeah. Uh, on the scout things, I had scouts come up. I met with 12, 15 scouts in high school. I told them, look, state's where I want to go. You can draft me out of high school. I'm not going. Don't worry about it. State's where I want to go. I want to experience that. I want to get an education because baseball is great and all. But right now I'm sitting here coaching with a uh, with a diploma. Now, when I'm 16 years old, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to be playing 12 years in the bigs. But that's – life works out different for everybody. So, hindsight's 2020. I'm glad I did what I did. And uh, – but I I had scouts coming. I'm, I can remember Pittsburgh Pirates, Detroit Tigers, uh, just – the L.A. Dodgers, Kansas City, just different teams would come and watch BP and stuff. But I just really told them out of high school that I'm, I'm not ready for it yet. I want to go and experience college and, you know, get to see that aspect of things. So where was your defense when you got on campus as a freshman? And, and how much growth, how much improvement did you experience while you were in the program? Honestly, on my defenses, I think I was just as good as – in defense as I was in high school as I was in college. Uh, I knew as soon as I stepped on campus that I was better than anyone else defensively. There was at State, it didn't matter if they were freshmen or seniors. I knew I was better defensively. But when I was four or five, six years old and people would go to the park and just swing it, I was going and taking ground balls all the time. I can always remember we had a fireplace in our house and I'd always get tennis balls and just throw it off that. You know, kids these days are playing Fortnite and all kinds of stuff. I was throwing balls off uh, the fireplace, just working on soft hands. And I, I, we had stairs. We, I lived in a two-story house, and I would throw tennis balls off that and be reaction. And I, I definitely think to this day that that, that helped me um, at a young age for hand-eye coordination and just the reaction of things and getting to see – getting to feel the ball in my hands and the softness of the hands. And I think that I was just as good in high school defensively as I was at state my freshman, sophomore, uh, junior year. I really do. Well, Luke, I guess getting back to the, the Mississippi State Ole Miss series, what is, uh, I guess, really, what's your prediction for this weekend? How do you think this weekend is going to go over here in Starville? And are you going to be here at all? 
I actually was going to come down on Sunday. I don't know if I am or not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be there on Sunday, but I do think the dogs will at least win the series. I think they'll at least take two of three. Uh, and I think if they get the first two, I think they'll sweep. I think if they lose one of the first two, I think they'll just win the series. Luke, it looks like – I got uh, you then. I guess moving away from that – go ahead, Parrish. Go ahead. I was just going to say we're seeing reports now. I don't think there's been an official announcement, but, uh, you know, words leaking out that uh, the NCAA has passed the one-time transfer. Uh, it's been rumored a long time. Well, what do you think about that for baseball, but but for all sports, is, is that a good thing? You know, I, I don't know if it is or not. I know everybody has their their opinion on it. Uh, for me, I didn't have to worry about it, you know. So I, I'm not in those kids' shoes. And, you know, if you're sitting there, like, uh, I, I mean, I'll use Lennon Jordan for uh, the guy that played at State when they moved Cameron over to third. He just got passed on, and that that that's the part of the business. It, it is a business, and that's a business decision. And Landon knows that he's not going to play this year. He probably won't play next year. And I understand the staying and fighting for a job and everything, but if you can go somewhere else and you know you're going to play, why not do that? You're not – the kid didn't go to college to sit on the bench. And I understand that aspect of it. And I do think there's times that you do need to fight and stay for a job. But when you know you're going to get passed on and that's probably being communicated, uh, then I have no problem with the kids moving on and making the decision for themselves that, hey, I want to play baseball. I don't want to sit on the bench. This guy's better than me at Mississippi State. I know if I stay here, I'm going to sit on the bench, and I don't want that, and I'm going to move on. Because the kid didn't go to college to sit on the bench. He went to college to play baseball. So there's mixed emotions, and honestly, I still have mixed emotions about it. But I think at times the kids need to go to play baseball. Well, Luke, I want to ask you a little bit about uh, Blue Mountain. I know you guys are not wrapping up the season yet, but you guys still got, I think, two or three series left. What have you seen from your guys this season? And I guess what does it got to kind of take to uh... – to, I guess, turn around and end this, this season on a, a positive note here? I think, uh, man, we started out really hot. We were 11-4 and four, one point, receiving votes for um, top 25 for the first time in school history. Our top three arms went down in the same week. Our top three weekend arms went down. And at this level, the maturity level is not like it is at the SEC. I'm still working on it with our guys, but it's not there yet. And when your top three arms go down at a level like this, the kids are going to take a hit. I mean, you don't have top-end arms all throughout your staff. You have four or five guys, and when your top three go down, you're going to take a hit at a level like this. And We lost, I think, seven or eight straight after that. Got us to 500. But we were having a better year than what we were going to have any what we thought we were going to have anyway. We uh, were starting seven true freshmen, um, and Blue Mountains only played one freshman in their 12 years that they've been a program, and we started 12 this year. So the, the future is bright at Blue Mountain. I actually got promoted to associate head coach uh, last week. So 
and we have a really good recruiting class coming in. But I think to finish out this year strong is to just stick with the process, what we've done the entire year, uh, and don't let up. We have nothing to lose. You know, we're we're 500, and to, to make regionals in the NAI, you either have to win the conference in the regular season or win the conference in the postseason. Well, we know we can't win the regular season conference. So we're, you know, we're going to finish out these last two weekend series strong and then do what do what we can do in the uh, the conference tournament. Folks, that'll wrap us up for this edition of Justify Your Existence, the podcast that talks SEC through the lens of Mississippi. Be sure to check out our work at djournal.com. Find that drop-down menu on the left. Scroll down to the Ole Miss and Mississippi State pages and watch the stories flow. You can find us on Facebook as well. Mississippi State Discussion with Dalton Middleton and Ole Miss Discussion with Parrish Alford. Lots of good things in those groups. Thanks for being with us, folks. Come back and join us Monday.